بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على سيدنا ونبينا أبي القاسم المصطفى محمد وعلى آله الطيبين الطاهرين لا سيما بقية الله في الأرضين أجل الله تعالى فرجه الشريف We first offer our condolences to our Imam Zaman for the martyrdom of Imam Ali salam, and we share with our Imam his grief and sorrow for the demise of Amir al-Mu'minin salam. This is the discussion about Laylatul Qadr in the series that we have about the Quran and tonight is one of the nights which is likely to be Laylatul Qadr so I hope that inshallah this lecture would be helping us in better understand Laylatul Qadr and better appreciate Laylatul Qadr for sure People, whether they realize or not, whether they understand or not, they will go through Laylatul Qadr. Whoever is alive will go through Laylatul Qadr. But to go through Laylatul Qadr is something, and to witness Laylatul Qadr is something else. To recognize Laylatul Qadr, a rock is something else. Sometimes we meet someone and we don't know who he is. Therefore, we don't that much benefit from him. Even sometimes maybe we treat him in a bad way because we don't know who he is. Sometimes maybe even you spend some time with someone. For example, imagine you are on a train or in a plane and the person next to you can be a very important person, maybe a very close servant of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you don't know who he is. So you don't benefit this. And later you realize, oh, maybe this name is the name of that person that everyone dies to see him. He was sitting next to me and I didn't know. And unfortunately that would be too late to realize. So Laylatul Qadr is with us in every month of Ramadan. But our example be an example of someone who sits next to a very important personality and doesn't know who he is, or maybe would even treat him with disrespect. There is a hadith which says that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has hidden his close friends. So never underestimate any person because he may be a close servant of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Of course, among the mu'mineen. And never underestimate any action. Maybe Allah's pleasure is tied to this particular action. Sometimes we measure actions by their size, 
or how much people appreciate or how much ourselves, you know, we have enjoyed. But this is not the sign of pleasure of Allah. Sometimes Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is pleased with something that you attach no value to it. You think this was useless. Indeed, this becomes very significant. So, sometimes one kind word to someone, sometimes one advice, one help, sometimes one smile can make someone very happy and you think this is not important. You think, you know, if you build, for example, a multi-floor, for example, mosque, that is very important. Who knows? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sometimes is pleased with something very small. Sometimes he's not pleased with big things. So, the friends of Allah are hidden. You have to be careful when we meet everyone. The actions which brings Allah's pleasure are hidden. So, don't lose any opportunity. Any good opportunity that comes, you should do something. Maybe that is the one that is going to change your life. Sometimes, you know, shaitan comes to us, he says... You have been praying to Allah, you have you know, done lots of a'mal, Laylatul Qad. It seems that nothing is changing, nothing is happening. Why you are keep, keeping doing this? But we shouldn't listen to shaitan. First of all, it's impossible that Allah doesn't answer to the call of his sincere servant. And second, maybe indeed this is the night that he's going to listen. Sometimes, you know, you reach just the edge after big mountain you want to climb and reach the very edge of it but you say oh i'm tired i want to go back it's very sad keep going allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says i selected for you this verse because it's also related to our topic and by itself is very great ayah surat fussalat which is chapter 41 number 30 inna the people who said our Lord is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Of course, many people say this. But then they remain persistent. They never give up. They never you know, say, oh, I am tired. You know, I have tried many times and it didn't work. You have to remain patient and persistent. If you do this, the angels will descend to them. So this concept that we were explaining yesterday, and inshallah we will expand today, that the angels and the spirit descend to the heart of the hujjah of Allah has its roots in the Quran. One verse was the verse from Surah Qafir, verse 15, which says, Allah sends the spirit to the servant that he is pleased with. And this is another which is about all mu'mineen. This is possible to happen to you. You are, alhamdulillah, mu'min. If you remain persistent, Not only one angel. Al-malaika. Many angels will come to you and they would talk to you. They would say, Allah takhafu wala tahzanu. Don't have any fear. Don't be sad. 
Maybe you don't hear the call of the angels, but they are saying this to you and it brings peace when the angels come and address someone. Don't be fearful. Don't be sad. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has accepted you, is pleased with you. Everything is looked after. Don't worry. وَأَبْشِرُوا بِالْجَنَّةَ الَّتِي كُنْتُمْ And have this good news that the heaven that you were promised is now granted. That is very nice time that, you know, after so many years of worry and stress, what is going to be my end? Then if you know finally that, alhamdulillah, you have been accepted and you have been successful. So, the angels can come down to a good believer, a pious, faithful person. And Laylatul Qadr is the night in which every year the angels and the spirit descend to bring all the affairs for the next 12 months. And they come to the hujjah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran that indeed this also happens in another way for bad people. Bad people also have this experience of someone descending to them and coming to them and visiting them, but that is shaitan. Shaitan also can come and allies of shaitan can come to someone instead of angels. For example, in Surah Shu'ara, number 221-222, Allah says, هَلْ أُنَبِّئُكُمْ عَلَى مَنْ تَنَزَّلُ الشَّيَاطِينَ Like you know we say, تَنَزَّلُ الْمَلَائِكَةِ We have also تَنَزَّلُ الشَّيَاطِينَ Shall I inform you to whom Satan's descend? تَنَزَّلُ عَلَى كُلَّ أَفَّاكٍ أَثِيمٍ They come down to every person who is a liar and sinful. So they get bad ideas, bad suggestions, temptations from Satan. Opposite to the beautiful inspirations which come from angels, they receive opposite signals from Satan's. So, people have different guides, people have different uh, instructors. So, this is Laylatul Qadr. If you remember, we said that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned two qualities for Laylatul Qadr in the Quran itself. One is that it is blessed, Laylatul Mubarakah. And second is it that is peace. Salamun hiya hatta matla' al-fajr. Then we said there are some events which happen in Laylatul Qadr. Some of them happen every year. And that is the fact that the angels and the spirit come down. This happens every year. And also the affairs are decided for the next 12 months that happens every year but revelation of the Quran happened in a specific Laylatul Qadr at that time 
Of course, there is a sense of uh, Quran being always fresh that, inshallah, one day I want to explain that. Now, I want to, inshallah, share with you some hadith so that you go into details about what happens to the Hujjah of Allah in Laylatul Qadr, what type of knowledge he receives in Laylatul Qadr, and why this is different from the rest of the, world, uh, the, rest of the year. Imam Sadiq said that two people visited the Prophet وسلم, and the Prophet was reciting Surat Qadr The Prophet was very much humble and very much crying in a very special condition. When they saw the Prophet is reciting Surah Al-Qad in this condition, they said, Ma surah. Why you have become so soft and so much affected by this Surah? The Prophet said, Lima aini qalbi. Because of what my eye has seen and my heart has grasped. So it means that I have understood something about Laylatul Qadr that has made my heart very soft and I'm very much moved by that and it brings tears to my eyes. And then the Prophet referred to Imam Ali who was there and said and also for what is going to happen to him after me. Then on the ground, the Prophet wrote تَنَزَّلُ الْمَلَائِكَةِ وَالْرُوحِ فِيهَا بِإِذْنَ رَبِّهِمْ مِنْ كُلَّ أَمْرِهِ Then, the Prophet said, when Allah says مِنْ كُلَّ أَمْرِ it includes all the affairs. Isn't it? They said, yes. Then the Prophet said, Hal ta'laman manil munzalu ilayhi bidalik? Do you know who is the one that to whom all the affairs are brought down? The angels and the spirit, they bring all the affairs. To whom? To whom they want to submit this? And then they said, Antaya Rasulallah. You the Prophet. The Prophet said, Yes. And the Prophet said, is Laylatul Qadr to be again there after me? They said, yes. Then the Prophet said, okay. Again, that is going to happen in Laylatul Qadr? All the affairs come down? They said, yes. Then the Prophet said, Ilaman. To whom? They said, we don't know. La Nadri. Then the Prophet put his hand on the head of Imam Ali and took head of Imam Ali and said, Elam Tadriya Fadriya. If you don't know, so now you should learn. This is going to happen to him after me. Then this made those two which were 
people who didn't like Imam Ali very sad. And it says that they had lots of fear every Laylatul Qadr when they heard this about Imam Ali. Imam Bagher says, Ya ma'ashara shi'ah khasamu bisurat inna anzalna. It says, O Shia, if you have a debate with some people who don't believe in Imamah, use Surat Inna Anzalna, you will win the debate. Ask them, Allah says that the angels come, the Spirit comes in Laylatul Qadr, and this is continuing. Tanazzalu, this is continuing. Ask them, where do they go? They don't have any answer. They must go to a person. Who is that person? They don't have any answer. So Imam Bagha says, this is the way you can use to argue for Imama. And in another hadith, Imam Jawad alayhi salam, Abi Ja'far al-Thani, said that Amir al-Mu'minin told Ibn Abbas, إِنَّ لَيْلَةَ الْقَادْرِ فِي كُلِّ سَنَةِ لَيْلَةُ الْقَادْرِ is in every year. وَإِنَّهُ يَنْزَلُ فِي تِلْكَ اللَّيْلَةِ أَمْرُ السَّنَةِ The affairs of that year come down in that night. وَلِذَلِكَ الْأَمْرُ وُلَاتٌ بَعْدَ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ And for this, there are people who are in charge after the Prophet, people who are entrusted this responsibility, this task to receive these affairs after the Prophet. فَقَالَ إِبْنُ عَبَّاسِ مَنْ هُمْ who are those people who are going to be in charge after the Prophet? Imam Ali said, "Ana wa ahda ashara min sulbi, aimmatun muhaddathun, me and eleven imams from my progeny, and these are the people who are muhaddath. They don't receive revelation in a prophetic sense that I explained in session two, but." They are inspired by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and receive knowledge from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which is not through learning by a teacher or a school. Allah gives them knowledge. Then, if you go to further details, you find in some hadith that they even tell us what happens to the hujjah of Allah in that particular night. I mentioned something quickly. If you understand it, it's okay. If you don't understand it, it's not a problem. This is just for the people who want to understand more, but it's not something that everyone needs to know. Imam Sadiq says that the first morning after Laylatul Qadr, after the demise of the Prophet. So when the Prophet passed away, then the first month of Ramadan came, and then in the morning after Laylatul Qadr, which was indeed the first Laylatul Qadr for Imam Ali. Okay? Because before that it happened to the Prophet. So the first Laylatul Qadr in the time of Imam, of Imam Ali, in the morning of that, Imam Ali salam said to people, Fas'aluni, ask me. Fawallah la ukhbrannakum bima yakunu ila thalath mi'a wa sattina yawman. If you ask me today, 
I tell you everything about what is going to happen in the next 360 days, in the next year. And then Imam said, مِنَ الذَّرِّ فَمَا فَوْقَهَا It can be about something, about a particle, bigger than that or smaller than that. So Imam Ali refers to the fact that even there are things smaller than particles, which we know today. And then Imam said, لا أخبرنكم بشيء من ذلك بتكلف ولا بالرأي ولا بالدعائن في علمه and when I am going to answer, it's not going to be difficult for me. I'm not going to struggle. I'm not going to guess or to give you just some opinion. This is something that is clear for me. This is a very clear knowledge which is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala giving to me. Wallah la yas'aluni ahlu Torah. ولا أحل الإنجيل ولا أحل الزبور ولا أحل الفرقان إلا فرقته. Those who follow Torah, Gospels, Psalms, if they ask me anything about the books, I am going to explain to them. And then I am going to judge according to their own book. Then this person asked Imam Sadiq alayhisalam. That when you imams receive a knowledge in Laylatul Qadr, are you going to express it throughout the year or some of it would be kept? Imam said, it depends. Some things Allah says that we should keep it hidden. We don't say it. Something, you know, we share it. So he said, أَرَأَيْتَ مَا تَعْلَمُونَهُ فِي لَيْلَةِ الْقَادْرِ حَلْ تَمْذِي تِلْكَ السَّنَ وَبَغِيَ مِنْهُ شَيْءٌ لَمْ تَتَكَلَّمُ بِهِ The things that you learn in Laylatul Qad, Allah teaches you in Laylatul Qad. Is it possible that some of that remains and you have not spoken about it over a year? Imam said, لَا وَالَّذِي نَفْسِي بِيَدِهِ لَوْ أَنَّهُ فِي مَا عَلِمْنَا فِي تِلْكَ الْلَيْلَةِ أَنْ أَنْسَتُوا لَأَعْدَائِكُمْ لَنَسَطْنَا فَنَّسْتُ أَشَدُّ مِنَ الْكَلَامِ By the one who has my life in his hand. If Allah says to keep silent with certain things so that the enemies don't know, we will keep silent. And this silence is more powerful than speaking. And this is something that we have always to learn. Sometimes we have to be silent. Sometimes we have to speak. It's a sign of wisdom to know when you have to be silent, when you have to speak. There are certain things that we should keep it for ourselves and we don't you know, publicize them. These are like some of the uh, jewelries of our own school of thought that sometimes if we share it with other people, they misunderstand and they misuse it against us. There is another hadith from Imam Sadiq and this goes into even a deeper level and explains the nature of that knowledge. So this hadith which I quoted shows that they receive a special knowledge from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they know all the details of the events in the next 12 months. This hadith goes even further and says that this knowledge is very special knowledge. Although they have knowledge which they receive outside Laylatul Qad, but this is different. Imam Sadiq said, 
on the heart of that person so the heart is opened it's not physical heart it means that Allah gives capacity Allah writes down or asks to be written down with the ink from light therefore then the heart of the hujjah of Allah becomes like a book when you ask him something, he doesn't need to think or guess or say, let me check my library. The answer is written in his heart. He just needs to refer to his heart. It's all written by light in his heart. And his tongue would express things and is listened by the ear. When later, after Laylatul Qad, he wants to know something, he just needs to look at his heart. Because the angels have brought all the information and have registered that information and put in his heart. Nowadays, we better understand these things. That how is it possible to put lots of information in a very a small thing but this is not comparable really to what is the matter here just as an example otherwise this is not a physical thing it's not even computer or you know uh, hard disk it's much more different but at least we have something that makes it much easier for us to understand than the people of that time how is it possible just in a matter of few hours to transfer so much information for them it was very difficult, but for us it's easier to understand. And it's still much more to come. I think still we have to see much more advancement in transfer of information. Then this person keeps asking. He was a person who wanted to understand properly. He says, so what about the knowledge that the Hujjah of Allah receives outside Laylatul Qadr? In other occasions, what is the difference between the knowledge that he receives in Laylatul Qadr and other occasions? Also, the same thing happens to the heart. The heart is opened and then the things are written by light. No. 
لكن الله يلهم ذلك الرجل بالقذف في القلب. In the rest of the year, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inspires, projects the knowledge, the light into his heart. العلم نور يقذفه الله في قلب من يشاء. علم is a knowledge, the true علم is a knowledge that Allah projects into the heart. So, Laylatul Ghad is a kind of surgery. Rest of the year is not a surgery. It's very quick, you know, kind of transfer. So, as you see, Laylatul Ghad is a very special event. And for sure, the Hajj of Allah would be preparing himself to be ready for such thing. Because it's something that not only affects him, affects the entire humanity. He is going to receive all this knowledge about the humanity. But if it was just knowledge and information, it was very passive. It means that, okay, you are going to receive some information. You cannot do anything about it. But this is not the whole story. The Hujja of Allah at the same time tries to pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make these decisions as better as possible for people. So he prays hard to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala before this happens so that people would get the best of the decision, the best of the affairs. And what is our role? When Imam Zaman is praying on our behalf and working hard so that he can get the best for us, should we sleep? Should we continue normal life? If someone, if you have, imagine if you, there is a, for example, you know, person, for example, you know, a barrister is taking your case to the court and is trying to collect all the evidence in support of your case. What should you do? You go to holidays? Or you help him? You try to collect everything possible. You try to, first of all, prove that you are a good person. If you have a bad record, you try to do something to override that. You try to show that you are a good person. You work hard. You show that you are sincere. You show that you have good will. You pray, oh Allah, please help him. So, in this night, we have to be extra alert. But, if just we wait for Laylatul Qad, it's too late. Because we have to work prior to Laylatul Qad, in advance, so that everything is worked out in a nice way, so that everything is ready by Laylatul Qad. People who are lazy like me, they wait till Laylatul Qad comes, and then all of a sudden say, oh, now we have to do something. But this is not working. You have to start preparation even before months of Ramadan. Why Rajab and Sha'ban are so important? 
Because people from beginning of Rajab at least should start preparing themselves for Laylatul Qadr. Imam Ali salam said that you are not going to be like me. Imam's detachment from dunya is something that we cannot, you know, cope with. But he says, A'inuni bivara'in wajtihad wa'iffatin wasadad. At least help me by being pious, by making efforts. Ijtihad literally means to make efforts. Be hard-working people. Be people who protect their chastity and are very strong. And Imam said, A'inuni. Help me. What does it mean? Perhaps it means that I am as your Imam feeling responsible for you. I want to help you. I want to ask Allah to be pleased with my people. But you also have to help me. You cannot be just indulging yourself and then expect I can do everything for you. It doesn't work. We have to work our hard to do our work hard and inshallah expect that the Prophet and Ahlul Bayt would help us. The because today we remember the sad uh, tragedy of uh, martyrdom of Imam Ali alayhi salam. So I want to mention also some beautiful hadith about the visit of Asbag ibn Nubate of Imam Ali alayhi salam, which happened shortly before the demise of Imam. Asbag ibn Nubate was a lover of Imam Ali alayhi salam. And in several books it's mentioned that when Imam Ali salam was stricken by Ibn Muljam and people realized about this. So many people gathered around the house of Imam and they wanted to visit Imam if possible. فَخَرَجَ الْحَسَنُ عَلَيْهِ السَّلَامِ Imam Hassan salam went out to the people and said, مَعَاشَرَ nas, O people, إِنَّ أَبِي أَوْصَانِي أَنْ أَتْرُكَ أَمْرَهُ إِلَى وَفَاتِهِ First of all, they were asking about punishment for Ibn Muljam. Imam Hassan said, my father has asked me to wait, to see what happens. If Imam is alive, he will decide himself. If Imam is going to pass away, then we will decide and Imam has given us instruction. So he said, Fansarifu, please go to your home, Yarhamukumullah, please don't stay here. Fansarafannas, Asbaq says, people left. Everyone left. Walam ansarif. But I didn't go. Fakharajathaniatan. Imam Hassan alayhi salam came out again and said, Ya Asbaq, Ama Samiata Gawli and Gawla Amir al Mu'mineen. Didn't you hear my word when I conveyed the message of Imam Ali? You should go home. 
قلت بلى said I said yes ولكن رأيت حاله فأحببت أن أنظر إليه فاستمع منه I know but I cannot go there is something in my heart a desire to listen to Ali once again that doesn't let me go so I want to see if it's possible to listen his you know last word Fasta'adhanli, please go and ask Imam Ali to give permission so that I can visit Imam. Fadakhala walam yalbath an kharaja faqala li utkhul. And Imam Ali is so kind that despite his you know, situation he said, let him come. Fadakhaltu faidha amirul mu'mineen ta'assaba bi'asabatin wa qad alat sufratu wajhi ala tilka al-asab. Imam's uh, head was fastened by a handkerchief and it was yellow but Imam's face was even more yellow than that handkerchief. وَإِذَا هُوَ يَرْفَعُ فَخِذًا وَيَذَعُ أُخْرَى مِنْ شِدَّةِ الضَّرْبَةِ وَكَثْرَةِ السَّمِ This strike was so strong and the poison was so powerful that Imam was just moving his legs. And still he was so kind that he started talking to Asbag. Ya Asbag, ama sami'ata qawla al-Hasan an qawli. You didn't hear what Hasan told you that you should go home. Qultu bala ya amir al-mu'mineen, walakinni ra'aytuka fi halatin fa'ahbabtu al-nadara ilayk wa an asma'a minka hadith. Yes, but I want to have another opportunity to look at you and listen from you. So Imam Ali said, اقعد فما اراك تسمع مني حديثا بعد يومك هذا sit here because i know you are not going to listen to me anymore اعلم يا اسبق اني اتيت رسول الله صلى الله عليه واله اعدا كما جئت الساعه the same thing happened to me i went to visit the prophet صلى الله عليه واله وسلم in the same condition فقال يا أبا الحسن أخرج فدا فناد في الناس الصلاة جامعة. The Prophet told me, O Ali, go to the outside and ask people to come to the mosque for salat and sit on member one step below the place that I sit on the member. وقل للناس and tell people. أَلَا مَنْ أَقَّ وَالِدَيْهِ فَلَعْنَةُ اللَّهِ عَلَيْهِ The one who angers his parents, Allah's curse be with him. أَلَا مَنْ أَبَقَ مِنْ مَوَالِيهِ فَلَعْنَةُ اللَّهِ عَلَيْهِ The one who escapes from his masters, Allah's curse be with him. أَلَا مَنْ ظَلَمَ أَجِيرًا أُجْرَتَهُ فَلَعْنَةُ اللَّهِ عَلَيْهِ The one who doesn't pay, the payment of someone who has worked for him, Allah's curse be with him. Then Imam Ali said, Ya Asbaq, فَفَعَلْتُ مَا أَمَرَنِي بِهِ حَبِيبِ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ Whatever my beloved Prophet said to me, I did. فَقَامَ مِنْ أَقْصَ الْمَسْجِدْ رَجُلٌ A person from the last rows in the mosque stood up. And according to Bihar, the name of that person is not mentioned, according to Amali of Shaykh Tusi, 
According to Bihar, the name of that person is not mentioned, but according to Majalis by Sheikh Mufid, we know the name. I don't want to mention the name. فَقَالَ يَا أَبَلْ حَسَنَ تَكَلَّمْتَ بِثَلَاثٍ بِثَلَاثٍ كَلِمَاتٍ وَأَوْجَزْتَهُنَّ فَشْرَحُنَّ لَنَا You said three things. It was very brief. Explain what they mean. Imam Ali says, فَلَمْ أَرُدَّ جَوَابًا حَتَّى أَتَيْتُ رَسُولَ اللَّهِ Because he was fully obedient to the Prophet. He didn't do anything. He didn't say anything unless he had... Permission from the Prophet. He was sure that what the Prophet wants is going to be done by him. So he said, I didn't say anything. I went to the Prophet and told him that this man has asked me this question. Then Imam Ali said, Ya Asbaq, obsot yadaka. Stretch your hand. And then took one of my fingers. And said, the Prophet did the same with me. The Prophet took one of my fingers and said, Ya Abal Hassan, Allah wa inni wa anta ummah. This is the interpretation of those three sentences. When we said, whoever angers his parents, we are the parents of this ummah. Me and you are Abawa, means two fathers of this ummah. The one who curse, uh, sorry, who angers us is cursed by Allah. We are two masters of this ummah. And the one who escapes from us, like slaves that used to escape. So the same curse is with them. Allah wa inni wa anta ajira hadhil ummah. We are people that have worked for this ummah. It's like we are hired. And what is the payment? La as'alukum alayhi ajran illa al-mawaddata fil qurba. Those who then give this are like the people who hire someone, employ someone, and they don't pay the payment. ثُمَّ غَالَ آمِينَ فَقُلْتُ آمِينَ The Prophet said, Amin, and I said, or Imam Ali said, Amin, and Asbaq said, I said, Amin. قَالَ أَسْبَقْ ثُمَّ أَغْمَى عَلَيْهِ Then Imam Ali went unconscious. ثُمَّ أَفَاقَهِ He became again conscious. فَقَالَ لِي أَغَائِدٌ أَنْتَ يَا أَسْبَقْ Are you still here, Asbaq? قُلْتُ نَعَمْ يَا مَوْلَاهِ قَالَ أَزِيدُكَ حَدِيثًا آخَرًا I tell you another hadith. قُلْتُ نَعَمْ ذَادَكَ اللَّهُ مِنْ مَزِيدَاتِ الْخِيرِ May Allah give you plenty of good. يَا أَسْبَغْ لَقِيَنِ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ فِي بَعْضِ طُرُقَاتِ الْمَدِينَةِ وَأَنَا مَغْمُومٌ قَدْ تَبَيَّنَ الْغَمُّ فِي وَاتِي One day the Prophet saw me in one of the lanes of Medina and he realized that I am very sad. Sadness was appearing on my face. فَقَالَ لِي يَا أَبَا الْحَسَانِ أَرَاكَ مَغْمُومًا I see you are very sad. أَلَا أُحَدِّثُكَ بِحَدِيثًا لَا تَغْتَمُّ بَعْدَهُ أَبَدًا Shall I tell you something that you will never be sad again? قُلْتُ نَعَمْ قَالْ إِذَا كَانَ يَوْمُ الْغِيَامَةِ نَصَبَ اللَّهُ مِنْبَرًا يَعْلُوا مَنَابِرَ النَّبِيِّينَ وَالشُّحَدًا Allah will set up a pulpit 
which is higher than the pulpit of all other prophets and all the martyrs. Allah asked me to go on top of that member. You will be one step below me. Then two angels will sit below you. When we sit on the member, then all people would be able to listen to us. Then the angel who is just 